Get ready to ignite your passion and unleash your inner innovator. Welcome to the Launch Podcast, the energizing show where we're breaking barriers, building dreams, and sparking positive change in the technology world. Join us on a thrilling ride through cutting-edge technology, visionary insights, and inspiring success stories. From entrepreneurs to founders, from executives to investors, this is your space to empower, create, and embrace the power of community. So buckle up, because together we're fueling the future of innovation here on the Launch Podcast. Let's rock this journey and light up the world of possibilities. So welcome back to the Launch Podcast. We're here at the Next Idea Force fundraiser. Launch is ex- super excited to be a partner and sponsor of the event. We're excited to be part of the Southern California you know, startup community and our go forward partnership with Next Idea with events coming up later this November at Stanford University here in Southern uh, California. I want to welcome uh, somebody we're, we're excited to really, really have. She's hailed by Forbes as one of the best in class PR services. Emily Blair Media is also Inc. Magazine Best in Business Award recipient, PRNet 2023 Next Gen List, Top PR Pro for Creators and Influencers by Business Insider. I want to welcome Emily Blair, founder and CEO of Emily Blair Media. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And I think it's amazing what you're doing and the platform you have. So I'm super honored to be here. Award-winning boutique public relations agency specializing in talent and brands. Yes. Where did it start and, and maybe get the audience a little more background about your company? Totally. So I started by accident, long story short, which I feel like can be said for a lot of startups, a lot of interesting stories out there. But for me, I was actually a journalist. I was a red carpet reporter. I worked for Us Weekly for four years. So I was out there on the streets, like interviewing celebrities, breaking stories, doing all that hard hitting gossip journalism. And what I started to realize in 2019, especially was that things were really changing. Like the idea of celebrity was changing. The idea of relevance was changing. Who was considered a celebrity? Like in 2019, nobody knew who Addison Rae was. Nobody knew what TikTok was. And I just felt like there was a significant shift. And the way when I was a journalist that I was being pitched, it was really obvious that a lot of PR teams that were doing things the way they had forever were just going to keep operating that way, especially when it came to this like new wave of Gen Z talent that was coming about, they just really didn't know how to support this kind of client. Cause it was so different than a, a Sean Mendez, you know, and Hathaway, like these are not the kind of strategies when you're working with like a list celebrity talent that you have to employ the people who are 18 and became famous overnight on the internet. Right. And so having an understanding of how the other side thinks operates, wants to receive information, wants to work with publicists. I, kind of felt this calling to create an agency that I didn't really think existed yet. And that could fill a gap in the market. And so it started off as a side hustle during COVID. And, um, you know, COVID really accelerated it because it kind of put proof to concept when these apps just totally blew up and that became the vast majority of our clientele really fast. So it feels like your agency, you know, in my opinion, has this really personalized approach to like PR Mm -hmm. and tailoring PR strategies to clients that have led to really amazing outcomes for them. And so can you just give us a sense of your approach and sort of that content piece and sort of that the importance of sort of balancing, you know, what you're communicating and what you're promoting with the person and who they are and sort of aligning to who they are and the values behind them? 
Yeah, totally. That's such a great question. And I think that like a little bit deeper than that is that people, we think that we know these content creators so well already because they're at the tip of their, our fingers. Like they're talking to us all day, every day, literally from what they're making for dinner to what they're getting ready with, to what they're getting unready with. Like we already know so much. We think we know so much about their life that it's like with PR, you have to kind of scratch past the surface a little bit more and tell them things they don't know give the public a reason to care even more and like add an extra level of credibility to what they're doing because it's really cool when, you know, you're posting all your makeup recommendations, but it's even more cool when like Allure Magazine wants to talk to you or InStyle wants to talk to you about why, you know, you're influencing these beauty brands and why, you know, it, it just takes it to a whole other level. And so I think that with our clients, we really try to do that is to kind of like find the story they want to tell that's like different than the story that they tell on the internet. And like you mentioned too, like having values is so important also. Like you can't just be creating, you can't just be receiving free stuff. You can't just be traveling the world. Like you have to really stand for something and you have to have a give back component. I think after COVID, that's been something that we stress so hard to our clients. So a lot of our clients are really philanthropic. They're really, you know, activated in their community and like really hearing their audience in ways they can give back. And so I think that that's really cool just to kind of take it like past the surface level of Instagram and give people the opportunity to see like a totally different side of them, you know, when it comes to the press and their public profiles. A lot of our entrepreneurs in our audience and the community are putting themselves out there. There's mm-hmm. a significant amount of uncertainty. There's a, you know, there's some, you know, adverse adverseness to taking risks and failure and not being accepted, right? Is just a, a subconscious fear for, for many people. You have cut across a lot of those verticals to where you are in just a, just a few years. Can you just give the audience a sense of you know how you take steps forward? How do you put your name out there when content isn't successful? You know how do you sort of respond to it? And just overall, you know, thinking about you know the last couple of years as part of that journey. Yeah, totally. I think that like it's so interesting. You're touching on that. Like I fail all the time. Like I mess up all the time. Like I've, you know, have to redirect all the time. My degree is in strategic and corporate communication, which is a very fast fancy private school way of saying like crisis PR. And so I adapt really fast. I'm very good at thinking on my feet and pivoting. And so I think that that's, that's part of it for sure. And I also never like to be the smartest in the room. Like I always kind of say like to my team too, like if I'm the smartest in the room, I'm in the wrong room. And so I'm pretty young. Like I run a team of 15 women. I'm 26. Like I, our interns know things that I don't know. Like our assistants know things that I don't know because every day there's things that are like brand new to the internet and to like things that we have to learn. And so I think that I'm always willing to learn and to like, be wrong and to ask questions and to soak up information like a sponge. Like I, that's the reason I think I've been able to be successful and keep moving forward pretty quickly is because I just, I'm not too proud for anything ever. And so I think that's a large part of it. Emily, I want to hit on that really quick. Having the right team, having the right people around you, different skills, but aligning with your vision, aligning with your passion, and again, just inspiring of where you are today in your journey at such a young age. Can you just share uh, with our audience really quickly what that means and the importance of having, I guess, the right people around you to be successful? Absolutely. I mean, it's not a one-man show. Like, none of this is. Um, I think that 
who we are. Like we're judged on the people we surround ourselves with, like the people that we associate with, the communities we support, everything like that, especially with social media and how public everybody is. And so I think that I've really cultivated a team that has, you know, a lot of diversity, a lot of different opinions, a lot of, you know, different backgrounds, different professional backgrounds, personal backgrounds, the way we approach information, the way we problem solve is very different. And I think that that's amazing because I never want to claim to know all the answers. I know a lot of them, but there's some that I don't know. And so it's really a testament to like how we operate together that we can all get around the table and be like, okay, like, especially with clients like mine who are influencers and talent, like there's a lot of times that we'll have to course correct and manage crises in the moment. Someone goes on a podcast, says the wrong thing. Duma posts a screenshot of the wrong thing. Something's coming out that we have to get ahead. And like, that's when it really is, you have to be reliant on the people around you to, you know, hold you and have your back through that. And so I think that that's, that's everything to me. I invest a lot in my team. I like, I'm very good at anticipating and hiring ahead and like knowing when it's important to like have that as a stronghold. We appreciate your message. I, I feel like very similar with launch, just caring about you. You're building a kind of a shared success model, not only within your team, but certainly for your clients who continue to build rapport and grow your relationships uh, with, I guess, something to think about, maybe you could possibly share as we look to wrap up the podcast is just crisis management. So I think a lot of entrepreneurs, we, a lot of startups, a lot of you know individuals coming onto the launch platform deal with adversity. Sometimes that adversity is unexpected. Additionally, there are hills and mountains that sometimes we have to go climb in order to respond to, react to, or to resolve, or even to possibly move something forward. And I guess, like, what's your message? I mean, what's your message to yourself maybe five years ago or even to the startups today in terms of just how do you deal with adversity and how to respond? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's a really great question. Have a great support system. I think that that's like a large part of it. Like I, and also like you got to pay attention. You just got to stay in your lane and stay focused on you and not pay attention to what everyone else is doing. Like I always take it back to this prime example. Like I feel like I never peaked in high school. I never peaked in college. Like I just started feeling like confident in myself what I'm doing when I was like 24. Like I never had like a really cool era. And I think that like, I really struggled a lot in college, especially like, because I felt like everyone around me was like, had everything perfect. Like, you know, I, I did the whole Greek life thing. I did that, but I never really felt like I clicked in it. And there were girls around me where I literally feel like they were like, that was the reason for being was like being in this sorority, being their chapter president. And I know that that might sound really vain and shallow, but like, I just never really felt like I found like what I was meant to do and like what I enjoyed doing. And like, I was just looking around other people and trying to see like, oh, well, they really feel it here. Like this, th that clicks for them. Like that, they've kind of figured it out. And like, I just realized the more I looked inward and stayed in my lane and stopped being so focused on what other people were doing, what other people thought and just stayed very like narrow minded. Like that's when I felt the most happy. And so I think that that's a huge part of it because Instagram too is a highlight reel. Like everyone I know right now is in Europe or the Hamptons, like, or so they want me to think. And so it's like, you just got to stay really like level headed and know that like the people around you are just putting out a very small glimpse of what's actually going on with themselves too. Emily, we appreciate your time and your message. I'm inspired. I know our audiences as well, you know, bridging from, you know, 2018, 2019 to where you are today as a, you know, communications agency, as a, as a PR agency that it's, it's renowned and, and well-known. And your message, just staying true to yourself, level of really authenticity 
and just kind of pursuing your path is is something that will, will really resonate with our audience. So we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it too. Best way to spend the hurricane. <laughs> Best way to spend the time in the uh, first hurricane uh, since 1939 here in the Los Angeles area. It's been great. Exactly. Thank you. Gonna rise up, gonna get going. Take this day by storm. Gonna wake up in a new life. Next day doing encore. I want to thank our audience and all the trailblazers out there for joining us on an exhilarating journey through the world of technology and innovation. Remember, the power to change the game is in your hands. Stay charged, stay inspired, and keep breaking barriers. Because we're just getting started on this launch journey with all of these startups. Join us next time for another episode filled with sparks of brilliance and boundless opportunities. And until then, keep dreaming big, stay curious, and keep pushing the boundaries. Together, we'll shape a future that's brighter, bolder, and more inclusive. Keep that energy high, and see you on the next episode of the Launch Podcast. Be well.